The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, or special guests. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go. Let's Welcome go. to the VC Show, presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. I'm Vince Carter, alongside you know who, Roz Godon Wooday, the lady who is busy, busier than the most. What's going on, Ross? How you doing? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Look, That's always a good thing. That's always a good thing. Don't finish the year out on a sore note. No, no, that's always I'm No, that's... I still got some time, though. I still don't, got time. Don't, don't pick on me to, to end the year now. No, no, no. This is a good thing, right? Busy is good. Like, you know, we know what they... Well, maybe you don't. But you know what they say about idle minds, man. You just get into a bunch of mischief. Yeah. No, I'm far yeah. from idle. Yeah, I think I have exactly. I think what I can say is everything that I'm doing, I am passionate and excited about. I'm I'm never I'm not bored. Yeah. Uh, and so one thing that I am so excited about, I mean, this is really like my favorite time of year. It's really? the best time of the year. It's the time of the year where the NBA meets christmas day the two to go to the two go together like mm-hmm. milk and cookies like peanut butter and jelly it's like just one of it's my favorite holiday tradition honestly besides watching elf with my family like uh, nba uh, and christmas games you know I, I, yeah it's, i mean it doesn't get any better than that i think i played a one game i think i had one game on christmas day how was that uh, uh i mean even regardless of if it was Christmas Day or like day before, particularly on the road, the day before is the worst, you know, because you know you play New Year's Eve. And depending on what team you are, where you are in the world, like if I played in Orlando, we played out west. Nine times out of ten, we're gonna stay, <laughs> you know, because we're not, we're not gonna make it back. Um, but Christmas Day or playing the day after Christmas is hectic. Um, Particularly if you're on your road, you only get like part, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's work. It's just how it goes and you make the best of it. Uh, I mean, but it's nothing like playing Christmas day because that's like, like you said, I mean, it's just, everybody's opening presents. And then what do you do? You look for the football games that's on and you look for basketball and it's, it's, it's going to be great matchups and people, you know, you're, you're on the, you're on center stage on a, on a, on an awesome day. So it's nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some great Christmas Day games. Um, yeah. I mean, you look right to L.A. Lakers taking on the Mavs. You got right. LeBron. You got Luka. You don't have don't have AD. AD. I already know where you're going. <laughs> oh man, I was like, come on, AD. Let's 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 get there for Christmas Day. And um, that is that is a bummer. Um, and this foot injury, it looks like you know he's going to be out for. Um, a good amount of time and big men and feet are, you gotta be really careful with that too. Um, so as it's why it's most unfortunate for me is cause you know, when he's healthy, he's so good. And he was really starting to show that, that understanding of the aggressiveness and the, the, the need to be a guy who sees himself and demands the ball as a number one option, even though you play on a team with LeBron James and, 
really seemed to kind of step into that. And the team was moving in a great direction with him. And then for a second, you were like, whoa, hey, where, where, what are the Lakers going to be this season? Maybe it's a turnaround. Maybe Coach Ham's got them, you know, understanding his system more. And he's got his stars playing. But then AD is out. And um, obviously, you know, it puts a lot more pressure on LeBron James and the entire team. And, and perhaps um, more pressure on the team to make a, a move, a trade. How do you read the situation? Well, I would say this. Um, you said more pressure, and he has to carry. He, meaning LeBron, has to carry the load. But the cool, the good thing about that stretch that AD was playing when LeBron was out for a while, comes back and playing, and they still play through AD. That you know, that was one of the things I wanted to see, and I was hoping for. It, it's it's given LeBron an opportunity to not have to worry about carrying the load for times like this. So there is some good to I mean, yeah, obviously you don't want AD to be hurt. You want him to continue to play. But now LeBron can go out there, and he's not worn down to this point because he's not the the, the go-to guy, the number one guy. But I, I'm interested to see where they go from here. I mean, they're playing confident basketball. They're playing great as a group. Everybody understands their role, how the machine should run. There's going to be a tweak, obviously. I mean, obviously everything runs through LeBron now, but mm-hmm. – I'm. I, I want to see, and I'm hoping when AD comes back, he has the same mentality. That's all I care about. Like I come back, yeah, thanks, appreciate your big dog. Yeah, uh, LBJ is. It's my give it back. Give me, give me these keys back. Let me go ahead and get back to what I was doing. I hope for his sake he continues to keep that mentality. Uh, you know, when you're healthy, you know you, you don't think about those things. You don't think about your injury. You can go out there and play. We're seeing that in Zion. He doesn't. He doesn't have to think about his injury. He just goes out there and play. Yeah. AD didn't have to think about that anymore. It was just go out there and play because I'm healthy. So, you know, I hope for his sake that you know, you know people are going to say what they're going to say about him. You know, it depends on how long this injury lasts. You know, they always say, "Oh, he's hurt." Oh, how long is he going to be out? But at this point, with AD, I need him. I need him to be 100 percent healthy before he steps back on the floor because that's just you know you don't want an 80 percent. AD to potentially get injured again or hurt something else. So, yeah. And you know, that's why there's also a mental aspect of this too. The ability to, to keep the noise out if you're Anthony Davis and, and the Lakers really, I mean, because what you're going to see is, is people kind of giving a, I told you so. Okay. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Uh, Christmas day game. He didn't even make it to Christmas. And they've got to be able to block that out and not allow, allow himself to to feel the pressure of that. And just, you know, honestly, probably internally, there's a feeling of, damn, you know, like how, how did you deal with injuries when they happen for you or for teammates? For It's this knickknack injuries. And he's like, man, he's just like a string of bad luck. And, and, and it's always, you know, you hear people talk about it like, he should change his regimen. He should do this. Like some of these things are freak injuries that has happened to him. And I, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what, what to say. You know, they say he should work out with LeBron. He should do all these things. He should follow his workout regimen and all these things. You know, okay. But like he got injured in the air. <laughs> he hit right. the big fellas like, like, how do you, how do you avoid that injury? You know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you outside of just shooting jump shots. And if he's doing that, he's not being aggressive in the Anthony Davis that we were harping on him to be. Stop settling. 
be aggressive. So I, I think he just, like he said, you know, I just have to deal with these issues and injuries head on and get healthy and come back and hopefully sustain and maintain that same attitude. I mean, with other guys, that's kind of what it was, but particularly young guys, young guys right. who, 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 who are trying to establish themselves and they continue to get injured or, or, or the, the guy who's finally getting that opportunity to get injured. Mm-hmm. That those are the ones that kind of struggle with the mo- that opportunity. I mean, the moment uh, going through that because it's like, man, this was my chance and such such, and they don't know if there will be another chance. Uh, Anthony Davis is in a fortunate situation where we know when he steps back on the floor, he'll still be that go-to guy because he's proven that and he's shown that he can handle that when he's healthy. All right, last one about this game: um, Lakers, Mavs. You have well, I'm not. Who do you know? I got a trivia question. Who is the all-time career scoring leader on Christmas Day games? All-time career scoring leader. For Christmas Day. Um, T-Mac? No, but I do like you keeping it in the family there. Uh, you sure? It's, it's kind of obvious. Once you hear, you're gonna be like, "Oh, duh." I was gonna say Kobe, but you know, Kobe. But, Kobe was up there. He just got passed by this guy not too long ago. Right, go ahead, tell me. LeBron James. I mean, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James is the all-time scoring leader on Christmas Day games, and so I'm thinking averages. I'm thinking averages. That's why. Okay. You're talking okay. about scoring leader, so okay. Hold you're on, right. Let me talk to the judges. No, 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 you got it. No, no, you, I'm, I'm wrong. No, er, the judges said, no, they will not accept that. You were, that's fair. That's fair. fair. Guys, have some holiday spirit. I'm sorry. We got some tough judges here. All right. That's fine. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take it. Right. But I'm pretty sure T-Mac, if they look at the judges going to sit there and say, I think T-Mac, his average for Christmas day, I think in three games he played is like 43 points a game though. It's like crazy. (laughs) <laughs> all right look that up judge thanks we'll, look into anyway, it. we'll move forward <laughs> um, but basically i'm just saying like you have such a marquee christmas day player in mm-hmm. lebron james and obviously overall going up and that against guy on the other side yes the other sir. Guy, so who are you more excited to see on christmas day luca or lebron i mean we've seen i, I want to see what luca does on on, on, a, on a big stage like you already said lebron has established himself as you know dominant on this day you know you open presents and you go watch LeBron dominate so I want to see if Luca you know I, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll match the situation but I want to see how, what Luca does I mean does he have a big night and a win or just a big night how how does that how does this play out I mean do you take advantage of the Lakers not having Anthony Davis yes LeBron's gonna go out there and get his but you know a lot of a lot of variables that I'm interested in outside of just Luca's gonna put on a show, period. Mm-hmm. He he's gonna do that. So, yeah, can he get? Can he empower his other guys on on this special day as well? Is is the question? Yeah, and also, are they ready to be empowered? You know, that's the biggest conversation of who can support Luca, uh, step up on a on a continuous basis, and and be ready for the creation. This is the stage. This is you the know? stage. You, know, you can't talk about being wanting to play in the playoffs and winning the championship and afraid of this moment whether you, you succeed or fail, like you have to be willing to go out there and just do what you do. And sometimes it's not going to work out 
in, in your favor. Somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. So go yeah. out there and, and, and be yourself. You know, I, I think that's what I mean. Uh, as a coach, I would tell my, uh, my, my players, my other guys, you know, and, and my superstar, you know, go live in the moment. Yeah. You know, go, go make a moment, you know, that people will talk about forever and ever, you know? I'm going to tell you right now, though, if we're talking about Luca, he's definitely yeah. not afraid yeah. of the moment. He no, steps into the moment, like, put the light on me. Like, he's ready. He is such mm-hmm. a... Turn that little brighter. <laughs> I actually recently had Mavs games and, um, you know, play, his teammates, his coach, uh, um, Coach Kid, like, just anyone around the organization, they'll be first to tell you Luca's the most competitive person that on the team. Like, he is so competitive. You might see him smiling on the court. But he wants to win. And, um, you know, the big thing, like I hear this echoed a lot in the organization when talking about Luca. One, his leadership is up. He came back ready to go this year. Of course, coming off of the summer, you know, guys were playing overseas, zero basket. It made, you know, it made that easier to come back ready as opposed to last season. But um, just like the overall. I think that was a great play. Sorry to cut you off. I think that was a great play by him. And that just shows his commitment, you know, before you go any further, I wanted to kind of give him his props for that. Like, yes, he was playing for his country, but I mean, it was the right thing to do to be prepared for the season. It wasn't no, oh, let me get myself in gear as the season goes on preseason. No, he was like, I'm ready to, to, to bust ass game one, you know, yeah. and, and I, I like that. I mean, I, I like that. that. That's setting the tone. Yeah. It's no talking about, oh, it's with his commitment. Yeah, he's good, but like he's out of shape. We, you can't say that. You can't say yeah. that. You you can't you can't question his commitment, and it's just great to see. Well, I was uh, recently speaking with leadership executive staff from the Mavs, and I was asking like, hey, coming off of that, you know, run to the Western Conference Finals, but also the slow start to last season, what were the things you kind of gave to Luca as to do list, or what needs that what you needed for him? And and it was kind of said that he, it wasn't that they had to beg or ask what needed to be delivered, he understood and came back ready, you know, and um, I think that's a sign of leadership. And then um, with Luca too, like he has been throwing it down this season. I've seen two crazy dunks, one on Eubanks, another one on Drew Holiday, Holiday like yeah. physical, beastly, like just. And I'm going to tell you the guys on the street. If, huh? if that was, I'm going to tell you the truth. Get if that was body. me, like if that was me on the fast break with Luca, I would have tried to block his attempt as well. Just because you don't think of Luca doing that often. And he's in he, shape. He, he doesn't. Like, yeah, like he doesn't do, like yeah, he, he would have probably caught me too. And it's not just, he, so you would have gone up like, oh, I'm a contestant. I would have tried it. I would have tried it, absolutely. Because, you know, you know, it's just guys that you know that, like, all right, well, if I don't get to him before he gets to this charge circle, <laughs> nah, we're good. I'm going to yeah. do a flyby, and if I miss it, whatever. And his other yeah. guys are like, I'm wait till he jump. I'm going to get it at the rim because that's either not what they do or you just feel like, you know, they don't jump high enough or whatever you may be. So He has yeah, been. He caught me yakking it on people like just crazy like and it don't it's such they look like such like disrespectful and physical dunks like you know what yeah. i mean it's not necessarily so it. high flying as much as it just mm-hmm. like i'm much bigger than you right? like it's aggressive and here's the thing about luca like from my experience of being around all sorts of athlete bodies this is he's a huge man 
Luca is huge, like in, in, in his width and his height, like he was walking by and I'm like, God, that's a huge person to be that, uh, cerebral and quick with his vision and, and, and the way he can get that step back off or his passes off. He's strong. Gosh, there's only a few NBA players who have stood out to me as like, I've taken a moment to be like their body, their physical, their physical makeup was, um, more extraordinary than those around them. And I would say in, in its own way, these are very different types of bodies I'm about to mention, but you know, when you see LeBron James, that's a huge it's a, person. Yeah. That's a yes, huge human being, like in height and muscle and everything in, in the way his legs are built up, like things like that. Another person who stood out, Dwight Howard and his like upper body, just different than like a lot of the majority of basketball players that I see a lot of times are long, are lanky. Sometimes they're lean, but these stand out. Um, and then Luca has a unique body too, right? He's just so, he's so physically big. So to be able to move the way he's moving, like on the wing and stuff is just crazy. And um, I'm going to give you another name. I'm going to give you two other names. I mean, uh, Embiid. Yeah. That is a big man that the things that he's doing on the floor is just like crazy. Um, Giannis. Giannis. But Giannis is still that long. He's a freak of nature, but he's just, I mean, but he's a big six. But when you look at him, like he, he, I mean, like you said, he's that lean type that, you know, built like Dwight type guy with the big shoulder, you know, like wide shoulders and stuff like, but can still like, he, he runs like a deer, no pun intended, but like, and then, and, and then I think about like the guys like John Morant and I look at, when I think of Ja, I think of AI, I think of those guys, like we, we used to just had to put a body on AI and you're hoping if you knock him down, it wears him down and it did not. Like you come back for more, you get right back in the paint. You look at Ja, the little guy, you, he, he gets hit, you know, he's still coming back and, you know, flying higher, higher or, or jumping in the air, avoiding people. So, I mean, there's a lot of body types in the league that people look at that. I mean, and it is great for young fans or, or people to kind of compare themselves to like, hey, more, I'm more built like Ja or I'm built like Luca or I'm built like Giannis or, or well, not, not Giannis, you know, Cal, but, right. you know, or whatever it may be. Or even Jokic. Nobody built, nobody built I mean, like LeBron. You, yeah, I mean, facts, right. You, I mean, or even right. Jokic. I mean, but you, well, outside Jokic. of football players, right. you look at these guys and like yeah. how, how is Jokic able to dominate like that? Just, like you, people out on the outside look at us like, there's no way. Look at them. Yeah, to your point, like he I used to you know, watch Allen Iverson, much like we'll watch Ja Morant and think, goodness, how is he up in the trees getting these finishes off? Like okay. it was so inspiring. And so it's funny, you bring up Ja Morant. Let's continue on our Christmas Day shuffle. Um, I'll be in the Bay on Christmas Day as Ja Morant and the Grizzlies take on the Warriors. Stephless, of course, no Steph, but, um, and the Warriors have- Will they be Wiggins list as well? We are waiting Question on mark? <laughs> Question mark? Look, I think Warriors, I think he's important. He's important. So speak to me right about now. the Warriors right now and what you're seeing in them as they've had some really tough exclamation point losses as of late. Yeah, um, I watched the, the Brooklyn game. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, we talk about there's no Steph Curry and their struggles you know, on, on the road, but they were struggling with Steph. 
and they got to figure it out. And and the one thing, you know, watching the highlight, you know, watching the game a little bit, and then watching the highlights, and kind of getting to see different points of the game and parts, it's like, with saying this, this sounds weird, and and I know it will sound weird to you as well, particularly you being around for so long. But seeing their transition defense and their lack of effort and communication is just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Knowing the Golden State and their history defensively, who has you know a very vocal leader in Draymond Green, and just mm-hmm. you, I watched the 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 Nets just get whatever they want, whether it was in half court transition, whatever. And I'm I, I don't know. It's hard, to, you know, and, and I'm sure you've been asked. I've been asked. What is it or what needs to change? And I, I, I don't know because it's like, oh, when Steph get, gets back, it'll be better. Mm. But they're darn good at home. Like, you, it's mm. tough to beat them at home. But then it's like, it flips on the other side. And it's just like, it's just a team that you've never seen before. So I, I don't really know what it is. It just takes commitment. You know, it's not like we're saying, oh, they miss, they're missing – such and such. I, I I do think, though, uh, Gary Payton mm-hmm. was huge for them for times like this because of his energy and effort. He's annoying on the ball. He creates his own energy. He creates turnovers. Just just a game changer in that aspect. I thought he was a big, a, a huge loss, and I think we're seeing that now. Not end all be all, uh, but I thought he was an important piece to the puzzle. He gets some easy baskets. Because of his ability to cut, mm-hmm. uh, his ability to get steals, so um, so I, I don't, I don't know. It's just so, something there. It's just this is the young guys' moment. I've, I've been saying it. I would like, obviously, yeah. Wiseman. Wiseman had a big guy, big game last night. Be as it may, people are like, oh, it was they, they were down, they were getting beat by thirty five, forty. It doesn't matter. Wiseman needed to have a thirty point game, in my opinion. He needed to see the ball go in against competition because he was not seeing the ball going in. He was not playing well. He was nowhere to be found defensively for, you know, once, you know, once his return. So I think that is huge for them and it could pay dividends for them down the road. Uh, Jordan Poole, you know, up and down. I thought, I think this is a huge moment for him. Um, just like I think for Kaminga and, and Moody and even Lamb. I know uh, uh, Anthony Lamb, I think he's getting, some 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 minutes have been playing, so I think these young guys, this is their time. This is their time to kind of n- play carefree. Mm-hmm. You're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Play p- play aggressive. You know, be confident in yourself and see what comes out of it. Because I think if you can get this group, meaning that young core, to find something, mm-hmm. they can make a push, kind of all star on to the end of the season. But yeah, they just got to figure that thing out defensively, first and foremost, because offensively, they'll be okay. Yeah, and I think the Warriors, you know, made a, a a bet or had a feeling that, or were hopeful, that their youth movement would be further along for this season, you know, and be more able to be leaned on. And not for nothing, it seemed like a good plan coming in. It seemed like the Warriors were prepared for to contend now and also set up the future. But, um, you know, because it kind of had two units, the the core legends, you know, vet guys and then those younger guys. And they gave up pieces that were more veteran that were helpful in the championship run. Like you said last year, like Gary Payton Jr. They gave that up. Otto Porter. Otto Porter. And feeling that 
all right, well, we're going to open that space up for our young guys to step in and, and move forward. And it really hasn't panned out. And, you know, it's funny, like to your point about, okay, well, the young guys just got to play free and have fun. It's just, it's a tough situation to do that on the Warriors. You know, it's not like well, a bunch of young guys playing on yeah, yeah. the Orlando Magic or something. No, 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 no I agree it's, with that. I mean, what, I mean, play within... playing, playing on a team with incredible eyeballs on them and a whole lot of expectations. So like, I don't really see a situation where they could just come out, roll the ball out and have fun and, and, uh, and take the pressure off, you know, like but you Roz, the champion, the, you could play for the returning champs. <laughs> right. But Roz, but here's what I would tell, here's what, here's what I would tell them. I would say this, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to talk bad about you. They're going to say you don't deserve to be out there regardless. So you might as well go out there and, you know, play your game because like, it's important. Like l- l- learn the game, make your mistakes now. We're okay with that. We're going to support you. This, this, that organization looks out for their players. They support, they support their players in the media, you know, outside. So, you know, I know we could talk about the Draymond thing and, 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 and pool and all of that. Cool. Uh, but they were very supportive. They meaning the organization and the, their teammates, nobody was left on an Island. And now they just have to figure it out. So we, it's easy to look back at that. Here's another thing I want to say real fast is I, I, I think Andre Iguodala is a huge piece to this puzzle for, for yeah. times like this on the road with those young guys, because like you said last year, you had the veteran group, and then you had your young guys, but they sprinkle them in together. Remember, you're putting in Gary Payton, Otto Porter, in with the young guys. So you kind of kind of keep hold the fort down. I think Iguodala can give them some 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 of that. If you know, I don't I don't know if he's just hey I'm I'm along for the ride. I'm not here to play. I'm just using my voice, and it's it's tough when you don't. I mean, he's respected. Don't get me wrong, but it's just sometimes it's tough yeah. when you're not playing. And trying to utilize your voice. I mean, I mean, some some guys demand it. I think Iguodala demands it. It's just, it's just they need somebody on the floor to show, you know, to show them what they're saying. Sometimes instead of just telling them, you know, yeah, it doesn't all translate fair. all the time. That's fair. And like young guys who have the experience of understanding why that voice should be respected and listening listened to, because they haven't, you know, had the blood, sweat, and tears with that player. But um, I know for a fact that Andre Iguodala is very empowered with the Warriors, like his voice is leaned on. So, uh, you know, he's absolutely, you know, a youth whisperer in that organization, but. Yeah, but I'm just about like being able to translate what I'm saying in your ear when we're sitting on the bench. Sometimes like, and I say this because I've gone through it with young guys. Like we're talking about situational things and then like, okay, I got you, I got you. But sometimes they need to hear it and then see it. And then it actually makes sense. Cause sometimes you can, say something to me you're like yeah okay okay you still sitting like man bro i don't know what he talking about yeah. I, I mean i get it but i don't know but now when i see it like whatever the case may be it makes more sense to them because you you're, you're you've put your eyeballs on it so so is it too early for you to write the warriors off are, are do you think that given what you've seen we're at the christmas day game do you think the warriors can contend for a championship given what you've seen too so far Right now, no. And I and I say I say that because I say that because of their struggles on the road and where they are currently. And, and not that it's not possible. Not it's not. I'm not saying it's so not. You possible. Don't, so you don't have a stance. 
No, I, I don't. I don't think they can contend. I don't think they can. No, I'm saying not. It's not possible they can't win it because of who they, what they have. I'm but, messing with you, man. Don't yeah, me. I'm just saying. I, I don't think. I, I think they're too far, you know, down the hole right now because they're gonna have to fight their way in the play-in. Mm-hmm. To you know, to to get into the playoffs, and then you know anything can happen. But you know, I, I, just right now. These standings are nuts. Like anyone yeah, go look at it. Streak and all these teams yeah, you're right, are but, one game, like two to three, four games. Like right, but what I'm saying is that you know, until they until they fix, they're able to fix their problem on the road. It's going to be tough. That's all I'm saying. Because at this point, if they make a run, what's the best possible seed they're going to get? Six, three, six. They're still playing on the road first, so you could possibly, unless you fix your road problem, you could start off the playoffs to o two, and they they have to play perfect basketball. And you're gonna have to win one if you're the road team at some point. You know that's that's what I'm thinking. You know, so that's why I'm I'm not uh, I'm just saying thinking about their road woes because at at home they're fine. But if you if you where you are right now, you're gonna have to figure that out. All right, let's look at the other side of that matchup with Ja Morant and the Grizzlies. And we touched on him a little bit, but he recently in an interview uh, was asked about, yeah, with with a friend to the show, Malika mm-hmm. Andrews, and uh, was asked about, you know, who, he, what teams ha- caught his attention or he had in mind. And he had mentioned um, the Celtics, but then Malika pointed out, what about the West? And Ja basically said, "I'm good in the West. Grizzlies are good in the West. Like, so what, what's your what's your take on on his response? And is it okay for him to outwardly show yeah, it's such? Okay. Is we it as fans are gonna. Is it what? Is it bulletin board material? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Now I'm not saying that. We as fans, like, bruh, like especially as the uh, his opponents or uh, fans of other teams, we're like, man, what? He he gonna disrespect my team like that, and he gonna not acknowledge us in the West like that after we've beat him. Blah blah blah. You know, so you know, so I get that side of it, but he's a guy like, hey, I, I said what the Memphis Grizzlies are a team that I said what I said. Now let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go hoop and you know <laughs> change my mind. Say you know. Tell me otherwise. You know, he's right. that's just how they that's how, that's how they operate right now. That's right. how they operate right now. So that's, that's, if you don't so, like it, then make them be quiet. Just about it. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Zion dunking at the end of games, then win the game. Like this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's just how that's how I mean that's how it used to be. It's just they're, they're a very confident bunch. They're, they're a very confident bunch. They they believe in each other. You know, you you in his interview, he talked about um uh, I can't remember who the teammate was, but it was just the two of them out there interviewing, and they're asking the whole team, like, "Where were y'all while I was doing the interview? Like, what's good? Like, they're they're tied in together. They are locked in together. They are they understand who's their superstar and where they all fall in place. And they're ready to they everybody's ready to jump in the foxhole together yeah. for the organization and for John Morant. Yeah. So if he's saying this, he has his boy. It's no it's no wavering or no questioning. Him like, hey, bro, maybe we shouldn't. Have. No, they're like, well, let's let's go. That's how they feel. So, you know, do I think there's other teams? I yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, Pelicans will have something to say about that. I think I think those two teams will end up playing. I, I think they they can play each other. Pelicans, Grizzlies can play each other 
mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Final. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that can happen. You know, so it it all depends on what what we see about with other teams. Like you know, Mavericks, what you gonna do? You know. Yeah, and also, you know, seeing that um, the Grizzlies, like, playing without Desmond Bain, like, when when he was healthy, um, he was legit. What about playing without Ja? (laughs) Like, what they were doing. They were beating people without Ja. Like, it's crazy. Right, and they've been able to win without key players. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, this is a team that's shown that type of culture. I was also very impressed in the early point of the season where like Desmond was more than just a role player. He was a legit number two guy right there with Ja. Like this is a team that we're just watching these young men grow as players, as teammates. Um, and what are people it, saying now? They call him a big three. He's, he's earned Bain. Desmond Bain has earned a part. Like they say the big three, they say Barant, obviously Bain and uh, Jaron Jackson. Like Help, said, these three guys, like healthy. That's what I'm saying. They call, they call him a big three now, so it's like he's he's done the work, and it's like no, he's not a role player. This dude is getting it done. He is getting and John it done. Morant, like in like my reporting, like I've heard him described as just a wonderful teammate and leader, someone who's a regular dude that um, is normal and and humble and loyal and but like on the court brings such an edge to him that it's contagious. When you're a leader, I think the team follows his lead, you know, of his personality, of his um, confidence. But at the same time, like to them, he's, you know, a great leader. And I've heard that being echoed by a number of teammates. So that's been great to hear. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code Omaha Full and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet must be 21 or older offer valid and must be physically present in arizona colorado illinois indiana iowa kansas louisiana michigan new york new jersey pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia and wyoming only new users and first ten dollar plus wager only must register with eligible promo code bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss maximum bet credit one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars must be used within 14 days of receipt tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com promos for full terms Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas. Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK, or text HOPE-NEW-YORK, 467-369. Kick your feet up, you can find us on all platforms, and that forms will be the hottest on them platforms. Your family now, got to listen to what we talking about, the VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go, let's go, the VC all right, for our last topic of the show, I want to take it to the East Coast because we've been West Coast heavy here um, or Western Conference heavy. 
So let's take it to New York with the Knicks. New York City basketball between the Knicks and the Nets has been on a on a hot streak um, and just playing, putting some really nice games together. And so the latest news um, is not good news for the Knicks. And I'm just going to make sure to get this right and read it. The NBA announced the Knicks would lose their 2025 second round pick as a result of the league's investigation into uh, their signing Tampering. of Jason so tampering in the NBA. But here's the thing that's crazy about it. Like tampering is tough to gauge. Like the Knicks hired his father. Leon Rose knows his dad. They he, His dad knows Tom Thibodeau. Like there's a lot of overlap and intermixing. And then like, how does one define, um, you know, whether or not engaged in free agency discussions invo- involving Jalen, um, before those types of discussions were permitted. Just like a couple of other, I'm sure it's a bunch of other players who are big free agents this summer and summers in past and in the future. It's the same thing. It's just whoever they catch wind of and they go after that and they try to make an example to try to avoid it, but it's it's going to happen. But even balling. That man has been balling. So it's do you think that them. it was fair for them to lose a pick over this or not? I mean, they're trying. The NBA is trying to crack down on tampering, and you know. What is tampering? Do it, do it. What is tampering? Is tampering what? Like, I don't even like. What are the lines? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what their what their what their lines. You know, it's it's what's in the book and what it really is. I don't know, but I, I think I, I'm I'm sure the Knicks twenty twenty five right. I'm sure they're they're like losing the twenty twenty five second round pick. You know, if you feel like we were tampering, is okay because they that they think they got a great pickup, and I I know for sure the Dallas Mavericks are like, yeah, man, we we missed that dude right. <laughs> for sure. They are, and they do say that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So I mm-hmm. I think the Knicks are uh, well, you know outside of you know you, you don't want to lose, you know you don't want to to lose a draft pick. It's important could be an important piece for a trade or something, but at the same time. That's a great pickup, and you know they did what they had to do to get the guy that they needed. Yeah, and they're pretty that. well sorted in the future. They still have a number of draft picks uh, looking ahead. So, um, but Jalen Brunson has family. absolutely worked out for them and um, has been a good pickup. So I guess you kind of take the L with the bigger victory if you're but, maybe yeah. take one step back, take a huge leap forward. Um, great family too, by the way. Oh, shout out to the Brunsons. Well, yeah, his pops was my teammate, man. I had him. He's a great dude. Yeah, man. Are you ready to leap into the new year? Um, I will be. What's Not one today. New Year's resolution for Vince Carter in the year 2023? It's golf related. Okay. <laughs> no, it's it's no, that's not true. New Year um it's it's it sounds weird. I don't mind sharing it. You know, it's for me. It you know, it's it's gonna seem broad to everyone else. Go for more. That's my New Year's re- resolution. Don't hold back. Go for more. Go for like I always say. There's things that I want to do. You know, I've I've made it known. Uh, maybe maybe people know that. I don't know, <laughs> but it, I've made it known. I want to be a part of an ownership group, and I, I feel like that I can help an organization. Go for more. Go for it. Like I mean, I'm. You know, I say it around to other people and all that, all that. But, uh, you know, that's kind of my, my goal is, is to, you know, e- either to find a way to put a group together or 
to one day, uh, you know, just be a part of an ownership group because I feel like outside of, you know, I, I can help an organization. And, you know, I've just seen a lot, been a part of a lot. And and, and I, I, that's what I ultimately want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, you know, that's, that's, that's number one. So it's, it's, it's been, it's been ingrained in my head. Just go for more, man. Go for, like, go for it. Like it just, it seems broad, but it's like, I don't, I, I can I can put words on the wall, or I can speak out words, and and I know what what it means to me, and and, and it'll it'll break itself down from there as far as like what I need or, or you know what I'm looking for. So one of these days, we I'm hoping this conversation we can look back and like, bro, you said that, you said, you said it. look at you now. So so I mean, because you know I, I I sit back and I get the opportunity to you know to call some games you know for the Hawks. And, and and the magic now and I see other organizations come in and I just look around and I just see things and I, I, I'm i starting to like say hey what what would I do what would I say to this player because for me as an owner I want to be a part of I want to be that owner that you, you'll see you'll see working out with players you know as well as talking with other owners or the management medical staff like everybody I, I want to be that kind of that extension to everyone that middleman like I, you know because i've been around i've been in, in the training room you know hours and hours and day off of injuries or just understanding everything it was just or just wanting to know so hopefully one of these days that that's you know we'll pull uh, it'll get pulled together oh it what is about mani- for you manifested and claimed manifested yeah that's why we talk about it I, and yeah. i absolutely what about for you Ross? You can do that. I just want to make sure to affirm you right now. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Like I'm, you know, and doable. And also, sometimes you gotta say it just for it to come true. Like, think of all the people watching this that just heard your testimony. I think it's inspiring, even just to hear that. Like, you know, you know, you're you're saying to yourself, "Go for more." Like, whatever your level is, go for more. You know, yeah, because like you know, people always tell me, like, "Man, you can just hang out and do like." like, I'm not that. I'm not at that point. Like. Yes, I retired from basketball, and you know, I, I you know I'm doing all these things and going going, but like I'm 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 going for more, man. I'm, I I want more, and I want to I want to go get it, and I want to I want to earn it and go do it the, the right way because you know I've always said like for people who go out there and go get it and earn it and do it the right way, when you get it, you have an appreciation for it, and you'll never let it go. You know, and, and that's that's the one thing I think the league in my opinion, is missing is guys going out there earning their keep, earning their, their way, earning their position. Not not go give it to you because of where you drafted. I want you to go earn it. Go take that position. Mm-hmm. And then once usually typically once you get it, you're not giving it back. Because that's what else for me. I was a, the number five pick and all of this stuff come in. It was easy. I mean I came from an old, old NBA too. But I, I I was a starter as a rookie. I wouldn't earn it, but they would, you know, I didn't start early he you know he didn't he, coach butch carter was like no you, you're not starting you know you gotta you, you gotta prove to me you gotta go get that and once i got it and became a regular starter i was like bro y'all y'all not getting he's not getting that back mm-hmm. and maybe you know it's just it's just developing that mentality and you have more of an appreciation and you value what's on the front of your jersey a little more you know obviously your back of your jersey sells tickets and brings a lot of money but like that's that's what it's all about. So you know, I, I have a great appreciation for it, uh, and I have a love for it. And it's not, it's no, I'm not hesitant in saying it. 
and mm-hmm. like saying it make me makes me feel good and excited about it. Like I'm excited about the opportunity that's nowhere to be found right now. But I just know that it's it can happen. And I just have to be patient. You know, that's that's what we struggle as humans to nowadays is we have to be patient. You know, we have to be patient and go about the things we want the right way. And mm-hmm. like you said, manifest it, and it shall appear in front of you in due time. Amen. I believe that. <laughs> my, mom, my mom always says, uh, patience is a virtue. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but we got to believe that. Because it's sure. easy to say it, but we got to believe it when those times are like, golly, man, what is going on? Why is it nothing? Why is it not happening? Or so on and so forth. So, you know, I, I, I believe in it. But, Roz, that's enough about me. What about you, man? Man, New Year's I, around the corner, man. As deep as you just were on your New Year's, I got to come up with something. I'm like, shoot. I mean, I just want to keep adding, um, keep walking with a purpose and adding organization to my life. You mentioned, you know, I'm busy. I'm moving around and um, building and growing. I want to make sure that it doesn't feel chaotic, that it feels organized and purposeful um, and, and all the things. And, you know, if you're actually, you know, we'll check out the comments too. Like if you want to share your resolutions, if you want to put it out in the universe, like put it in the comments, let us know what you're thinking about heading into this new year, whether that's some people don't believe in resolutions. If it's just about moving with a purpose, like, you know, um, we can do that together and just continuing also to build our show out here. So this is. Yeah. And I want to say to people like do it in the new year. Like I, I know we all have what we want to do is, individuals but continue to motivate and make a difference for other people too because like you know with the mental health and people out there struggling i mean like they are like you know rest in peace to twitch you know you know a guy who you know looked happy as heck you know and you know we always say check on our friends but for real check on your friends or check on your people or just check on yourself too a lot of us like check on yourself yeah yeah like, yeah, okay. you know, but sometimes we don't know how to, and we need others to kind of get us or make us aware or help us through, you know, that checklist of checking on ourselves. So I just say people like, you know, go get yours, but motivate others. Like, you know, hey, bro, I'm getting mine. Challenge them. Mm-hmm. Challenge your friends, you know, challenge your group. You got a group text of people that you always talk to. Like I have a group, a group chat of fr- friends and, you know, we continue to motivate and support each other. Zero hate. You know, it's just motivate and and congratulate. It's just encourage to go 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 get it. You know, and we celebrate everybody's win. You know, we had KP on here, and one thing he said that I really loved was celebrate all your wins mm-hmm. with your people. You know, not just with yourself, but with your people, man. And and it makes so much sense because of something like Twitch, who you know he just mm-hmm. for his great of a life we think he had, he was unhappy for something for some reason, rather. And, uh, you know, you just, you, you just hate to see it. You just hate to see, you know, good things happen to good people, man. I really, I really believe it. Well, also to close out this, this show and this year, we want to wish, um, everybody hurting right now, great healing, great support. Um, you know, may Twitch and, and, all those who were lost in this year, rest in peace. Franco Harris, we just lost. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. All those, you know. all those. There are many names that aren't famous that have been lost. Correct. Just want to wish peace and grace on all of y'all as we head into the holiday season. And thank you guys for... Ross, wait a minute. I, I just thought about something. We haven't had a chance to hear 
your side to this, and I just hit me. I, before you go, you got to talk about this. What is your feeling about Brittany Griner coming home? Oh, I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm no, and I say that because you know, a couple of shows, a couple of shows ago. I mean, not a couple of a few, some time ago, when you were reporting on what was going on, you really yeah. had, you know, you had a lot to say, and the floor was yours. And you know, for all the wonderful things that you said, encouraging other people to do their part, and you know, if they feel strongly about bringing her home, use your voice, however, yeah. use your platform, and. It worked, and you know, I was just curious. Like, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of people, and you know, talk about it, you know, females, and I was just curious. Like for you, like a lot of the great things, you know, you've talked about it on multiple shows. You know, I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen you, I've seen you, you know that. But you know, you talked about it on multiple shows. But like, you know, I, I never really got that chance to ask you. Like, how does it make you feel now? It's like you were advocating for, and, and sometimes when we advocate for things to the to the end and it doesn't work out but this one did so i was just curious you know yeah i'm just so happy for her to be back i'm thrilled um um thankful you know it really hurt i felt the weight of it um while she was gone and um her coming back was just such good news. I didn't see it coming that fast. And I think it's a really nice like holiday um, yeah. miracle testimony. Um, they, I'm happy for her family. First and foremost, I'm happy for her. Um, and then I think it really shows the, the strength of collective group work. And I've spoken a number of times since her return about, you know, how important it was that everybody did keep saying her name. It was the success of, um, you know, the White House, the Biden administration, the WNBA, the Players Association, the players, NBA players, college programs, everyday people, Twitter, hashtags. If we put pressure, she could have been stuck over there for much longer. And, and we made this black woman's life valuable and in an international affair. And, um, you know, recently, more recently, Brittany has um, been on social media for saying, you know, thank yous and then saying, you know, she wants to show her gratitude by playing this season with in the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury. Um, but I, I always hear her also, you know, continuing to echo that folks continue to say uh, Paul Whelan's name and keep their family and their prayers and others that have been unjustly <clears throat> and um, wrongly detained in abroad. So, um, yeah. You know, I think it's a complex issue. It's not over just because she's back in the U.S. I think in many ways, this whole story is just getting started. Um, but there's a lot of positive to take away from it that we can take into the new year. Sweet. Well, appreciate it, man. We appreciate everybody, obviously, tuning in, listening to us, go back and forth about the topics and how we feel about a lot of things. But Happy holidays to everyone, and we appreciate you. We appreciate your support, kicking your feet up, listen to us. You know, we're hoping that you're either in the comments or you having a conversation with yourselves about some of our topics, man. We love y'all. Thank y'all. Once again, happy holidays, Roz. Happy holidays to you as well. Happy holidays. Keep doing what you do, man. Hey, go for it. <laughs> yes, go for it. Let's go. Go for more. <laughs>